Oh, I'm glad you're having a little chuckle because, you know, I anointed my hands before this service with the oil of joy. And on the very day that we hear of loss, great loss, God's resurrection life, his resurrection joy. We were dead before we knew him. We were dead, you know, try repenting of that. So we do a work of repentance all the time, but God's saying, you're dead. And I'm resurrecting you. It has happened. And so, um, God, I just so thank you for your, for your holy presence. I'm so thankful how you are moving through the hearts of your children, that we are just all here willing. We brought your presence, but now we've had the privilege of experiencing your, your presence in a corporate way. And we're just so thankful for that. I'm so thankful, God, that we are coming together in this, Lord God, in this loss, so that your resurrection life can be revealed, so that your glory can be revealed in loss and in victory. You are revealed in this place in Jesus' name. So, you know, um, for a resurrection, there has to be a death. And Jesus' life was a sacrifice of love. He's innocent for the guilty. Innocent. And so our whole life will be dying to a lot of things, dying to control. Proverbs four times in the Passion Translation says, people love their own opinions. And we're like, well, you've got to give people their opinion. I absolutely believe that. Everybody has an opinion. You have to hear their heart. But sometimes they love their own opinion and not the truth. And so we're just here because we love the truth. Holy Spirit's gathered us here today. We thought, oh, do I want to go to church? I don't know, I'm tired. Oh, you know, like all kinds of things can keep you away. But there's this unction that happens in your spirit because we're all God seekers. We're all looking for God. We all want more of him. We all want to discover him more. We want to know the mysteries that are actually in us. <laughs> Every mystery's in you. He wants you to discover the mystery of Christ in you. So I just pray a blessing upon this place. I say, God, have your way. Today we're going to have uh, baptisms. And so um, it's, I didn't know that I was going to be speaking today. I didn't know that Jesse asked me to speak, and he asked me to do the baptisms. But it was really funny because I went to a friend's house where we're having the baptisms. And we prayed there, and we talked there, and it's so anointed there. Oh, my gosh. What God was speaking over that place is... is phenomenal. It's kind of of like, what's what's that movie that we just saw, Freedom? Sound of Freedom? It was like, that was how holy it was. And that's the move of God right now. And and, and it was so exciting. And I I had a day vision. I I closed my eyes. And um, I saw Jesus walking across rocks. There's this mound of rocks in the river to come to this side of the river. And he was walking across it towards me. And the rocks are kind of white, but they were brilliant white. And he was walking over and he said, I'm ready. Right to the baptism pool in the river. And I saw myself in the water. And I was like, am I supposed to get baptized today? Like, I've been baptized twice, three times? What the heck? What's with that? Yeah, I, could, I couldn't figure it out, but I thought, okay, well, I'll know when I'm on the riverbank. If I'm supposed to jump in the water, if I'm supposed to get baptized. I saw myself in the river because I'm doing the baptisms today. So, so God knows.
God knows people's story. God's know, God knows your loss. Whatever brought you here today, whether it's your losses or your victories, Jesus is the same side of the coin. He is, he, you come with your sorrow because he's a man of sorrows. But in him, you discover resurrection life and there's a celebration. And so we're celebrating the joy of even loving ourselves, loving our spouses, loving the church, loving Jesus. This is a house of celebration. Will there be mourning? Yes, there will be. Because, but out of death comes resurrection life. And that's what about baptism is about today. I love our logo. There's actually two crosses in the word junction. It's because he died on our tree, our cursed tree. But the big cross, him, he, he made it a blessed a best place. Wherever was a curse in our life, there is no more curse. So there's always victory. And the watchmen on the walls, they're declaring what God has brought, what God is bringing, what God is doing, not how evil the world is. That's a wrong focus. That's called natural spirit, natural man. We're always saying, let your kingdom come. So our eyes are anointed, the eyes of our standing are open because we're seeing how God is coming. We're seeing the sound of freedom. There are so many people there that were seeing things in the spirit and we were seeing what God is doing, not what an evil world's doing. Because even if the darkness increases, God says, arise and shine, but the glory of the Lord is upon you. My glory is upon you. There's deep darkness on the peoples. You are not the peoples. You are the people of God. Arise and shine. So this is the day for people that are gonna come out of that water and we sang about all things being new. It's a new day today. Do you know every day's new? We're at the corner of Garden and Eden. <laughs> That's pretty prophetic. And so the rising sun, you are rising today. The sun of God is rising in you today because you're looking to him. You're not looking at the world. You're not looking at darkness. Jesus is the center of your life. He's light. I'm looking at light, and in his light, I see light. That's my prophecy. He's the word. He's given you a new heart and a new spirit. The word's written on your heart. You're the voice. You're not the voice of doom and gloom and dread. <laughs> that's, that's not his heart. His heart is that none would perish. So there's people that see the sound of freedom. They see God moving in the earth. They don't see darkness moving. They see God moving. So I bless the eyes of your understanding to be open today that you see what God is doing. Not what the government's doing. The government rises and falls. Thousands of years, rise, fall, rise, fall. God's government never changes. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in us, in this place, on earth, as it is in heaven. Kingdom of heaven in us. Heaven and earth agreeing. I'm not agreeing with darkness. I'm not agree agreeing with a fallen world. Do you know that even looking out the window, you're looking at a fallen world? And it's moaning and groaning for the manifested sons and daughters of God who come out of that river. Here I am, a child of God. Jesus has already made the way. So I bless you in that. I can never preach the word that I write. I just, Jesus, help me. I don't know what I'm going to do here. But no matter what brought you to today, his heart's in your hand. And your heart is one with Jesus. And he's got you in whatever you're going through. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And today there's going to be an anointing of joy where you could not let go of sorrow, pain, or suffering. Where a grieving season took too long. You, 
We grieve well, but we don't grieve like the world. Because the grieving like the world won't ever come into joy. It's a superficial happiness and joy, but we become the substance of joy, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Where's Holy Spirit? Your house. You're the house. You're the house. You house righteousness, peace, and joy. That's why you have righteous relationships. That's why you have peace when no one else has peace. There's conflict everywhere. Believe me, it does not look like peace sometimes in a house even. <laughs> but God said, I'm righteousness, peace, and joy in you. This is the kingdom of God. We're preaching the kingdom of God. We sang to our king. He's above all. He's enthroned. He sits at the right hand of the Father. He sits on the throne of our heart. So I, I bless you with revelation knowledge today that your eyes are open. Oh, I lost my clicker. Can you click for me, please? Thank you. At least I'm here. Um, the early church fathers, they had a combination of the Nicene Creed and the Apostles' Creed, and this is what they asked people when they were going to be baptized. Do you believe in God the Father Almighty? Do you believe Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who was born of the Virgin Mary and was crucified under Pontius Pilate and was dead and buried and rose again the third day alive from the dead and ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father who will come to judge the living and the dead? Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, in the Holy Church, and the resurrection of the body? See, we either believe the church is holy because you're holy ground, you're his house, Jacob laid his head on the rock and he woke up and he said, how awesome is this place? None other than the house of God. That's you. Can you imagine us together? That's a pretty big house, many rooms, many rooms in God's house. So there's a believing unction that happens in people when they want to get baptized. I believe, you know what? They don't even know what they believe because it's a seed that grows, faith grows. Your, belief, your beliefs are going to change all the time. Why? Because this is not a belief system. This is a relationship. This is an experience. This is a heart to heart. This is a kiss to kiss. I heard him. Song of Solomon. He kissed me. That's the weapons of my warfare. He kissed me. He spoke to me. And now I speak life. So God says there isn't a person in here that can't speak life. It's just that I say yes to you, God. I choose you, Jesus, every day. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. He is speaking life into every situation you've ever been in, every situation you are in, and every situation that you will go for, go before, he'll go before you. Because he knew today was going to happen. He spoke to me yesterday. Did I understand it? Absolutely not. I just befuddled, couldn't figure it out. Like, what the heck? I don't know, but I just got up. I just, I went five o'clock last night, I found out. So you're, you're, everything's out of your control. And if you want to control it, you're going to be a really angry person. <laughs> let go of it and let God. Just get up and say, whatever happens today, I trust you because you change not. You're good no matter what. So I bless you in that, to know his goodness. And so we're just coming here because we believe. We believe the Son of God died for us and rose again. We believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. There's something that happens in your heart. You don't know everything you believe because it's a relationship. You're going to grow. This is not about denominations. This is not about Jew or Greek. This is about we are the children of God. There's no qualification there's no steps to, to baptism. 
I'm going to speak on that next. Could I have the next? Uh, I'm just getting a little excited here. Uh, <laughs> Grab the next, please. Click, click. Oh, you know what's really funny? When I have the clicker, I'm always going like this. Why isn't it working? It's because you're supposed to aim it that way. So it's a good thing I don't have it. So this is Jesus' baptism in Matthew 3.13. Jesus left Galilee to come to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But when he waded into the river, John resisted him, saying, Why are you doing this? I'm the one who needs to be baptized by you, and yet you come to be baptized by me. And Jesus replied, It's only right to do all that God requires. And John baptized Jesus. And as Jesus rose up out of the water, the heavenly realm opened up over him, and he saw the Holy Spirit descend out of heaven like a dove and rest upon him in the form of a dove. And suddenly the voice of the Father shouted from the sky, saying, This is my Son, the Beloved. My greatest delight is in him. This is the Passion Translation. This is my beloved son or daughter. This is my beloved child in whom I delight. Every day, every day, God will say that to you if you need to know that. Every day when you're unhappy with yourself or you're unhappy with someone else, you don't like what they're doing. It's affecting your character. You're not producing any fruit. He'll say, I really like them. In fact, today I'm delighting in them. Will you? That's all he says. That's his heart. And so this is what happens in baptism. There's an open heaven. You're the house of God. Jacob said he laid his head on the rock. You're in open heaven. Jesus, has, Jesus is in heaven. He's going to heaven. And he's from heaven. What? <laughs> yeah, Jesus lives in you. You've got one foot in heaven, your spirit, in the throne room, seated with him. And you've got one foot on earth, and that's how heaven and earth agree. Because you're bringing the kingdom come, your will to be done, the kingdom of heaven, on earth as it is in heaven. We are bringing heaven. So the words of heaven, the life of heaven, the light of heaven, the love of heaven, that's what we're bringing into the earth for each other. When we prophesy over each other, we're bringing heaven, and we're activating in people to be alive. Be alive to an open heaven. Let the eyes of your understanding be open so that you are alive to an open heaven. And he saw Holy Spirit. Do you know Holy Spirit's resting upon you no matter what you're doing, where you are, where you've gone, where you'll go tomorrow? Holy Spirit brooded over the earth, over the dark waters, <laughs> where there's things without form, it was void and it was empty, and Holy Spirit's going, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. I'm, I'm in this with you. I'm in this with you. I'm for you. I'm not against you. So when Holy Spirit's with you in something, God's with you, it has to change. It can't cycle. Because God's presence changes everything. God's presence, his face, is our default place. We don't default to anger. Oh, I'm going to say this because God just said it. You don't default to being pissed off. You don't default to frustration. Do you see what the church is doing now? Do you see what they haven't done? Do you see what this person's doing now? That's not God's default place. He's love. He's love. Everything he thinks is love motivated. Everything he gives from, is from love. Love came down and found me. Love saved me. Now this is a love relationship. So I love myself and I love you. And I love him. 
You love your neighbor. This isn't head knowledge. Forget your head. It will get you in trouble. Your head is, loves your own opinions. Proverbs. I looked at that and I was like, oh, Jesus, help me. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? We'll love our own opinions about theology. We'll love our own opinions about, about everything, that belief systems. And we'll love our own opinions of what we think that church is and that church is and where that church is going wrong. And what's wrong with that person? It's because we love our own opinions. And God said they were born to be loved. They were born to be loved. Will you love them? So just start with yourself. Sometimes there's a season just to let God love you. Because then what's inside comes out. So when Holy Spirit rests upon you, this house has a, a big, huge spirit of prophecy, right, Diana? And so we carry the, the life of God, the word of God. He's the word, but we're the voice. So we hear him and we speak life. And so this, this house has the spirit of prophecy. When? When Holy Spirit rests in your life, you hear God. If you're having trouble hearing God, make place for Holy Spirit. Rest here, Holy Spirit. <laughs> it's not what God can do for you, what he's going to change for you. What he's going to change for you is when he speaks the truth to you, that's going to change everything because then you're going to be free. And you're going to speak truth over other people and they're going to be free because they're going to grab it. They're going to get a revelation of truth. Could I have the next? Uh... So you're going to hear every day, I am the son, I am the daughter, I am the child of God. I'm well loved. I'm his beloved in whom he is delighted. You're going to speak that over other people. You're going to activate it in people that don't like themselves. He really likes you. So this is uh, someone that Peter baptized. So I want you to know all the requirements to get baptized. Please meet with me 24 times. Let me find out whether you're ready or not. I'll judge. I'll make a decision. Maybe you only have to come 21 times. You're the lucky one. And, and maybe we'll say no after 21 times. <laughs> so, okay, God, I know you baptize when people believe in you. They believe in the Son of God, but I'm going to say no. How's that working for me? Shutting down God. God will have his way. God will have his way. He's, you can get baptized in the river with you and God. I got saved with me and God on the floor of my business. Nobody preached the word to me. Nobody told me about Jesus. Nobody. And I was on the floor of my business, on my face with my Bible, and Jesus showed up. He walked into the room. It's not 10 steps to God. He's with you. He's not a step. He's a being. He's a person. He's present. He's life. He loves you. He created you. The creator is with you. I bless you to know the creator that is with you. So Philip opened his mouth and beginning at the scriptures, preached Jesus to him. Just preach Jesus. He loves you. Do you know you can just start with that? He's your God. Do you know it can be as simple as that? Because God does the work, not all our fancy words. It's not, I've got the best thing. I, oh, you know what? I can preach Jesus. Boy, oh, I'm going to let them all know about Jesus. You'll probably hammer them and kill them. <laughs> Jesus is with them. Just let him love them. Now, as they went down the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, 
See, this is the Ethiopian eunuch. See, here is water. What hinders me from being baptized? What hinders you from being baptized? People. Then Philip said, if you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered and he said, I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Do you know you can do that with somebody baptizing you? You can do that with the Holy Spirit also. That's how I got saved. Do you know you can get baptized in the Holy Spirit without having someone lay hands on you because God lays his hands on you? There's no program. There's no 10 steps. There's like opinions of men. Men love their opinions. God can only do it this way. And he can't do it any other way because I know I'm right. So if you believe with your heart, you may. And he answered and he said, I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. That's why we're gathered here. Even if we're groping and we're looking and we're not quite sure. God, are you my God? I'm not, I'm not quite sure. But I'm going to show up because I'm looking for you. I'm going all over the world looking for you. So he commanded the chariot to stand still. And both Philip and the eunuch went down to the water and he baptized them. How precious is that? So you don't have 10 steps. You don't have to be here 10 years. There's no requirements. It's just your yes to God. Could I have the next PowerPoint, please? In First Peter, it talks about baptism being a prophetic picture of immersion that now saves you. Not a bath, but it's not a bathing of the physical body that saves you. Baptism does not save you. You're not so dirty that we have to wash you. You're not getting a bath. You're not so evil, wicked, and sinful that we have to bathe you. Jesus took all that away on the cross. He conquered sin, death, and the grave. We're not trying to conquer our own bad. God says, you have a good heart. The Old Testament says, man, your heart's evil and deceitful and ugly. Ugh. So then people take up that cross. Who can I kill? God says, very good when he created man. And we've been restored back to paradise. We've been restored Garden of Eden. God's trying to say something really big. If the church is on Garden of Eden, I think he's saying something. He looked at creation. He said, oh, creation's oh, good. Oh, yeah, yeah, I created that. Good. Oh, that's good. Yep, yep, that's good. Very good. Very good. He's giving you a new heart and a new spirit. Do you believe it? Or do you believe? There was a picture here last Sunday a little girl drew of a heart that was half red and half blue. See, God wants to heal the part of our heart that's wounded or we believe lies or we think we're bad. Because that's the enemy. Wants to tell you that you're bad. Who you are is you're bad. That's shame. It's called shame. So the enemy can, the enemy can keep you in shame. Then you'll never know God's glory. You're created for glory. God doesn't create shame. Jesus despised it on the cross. He despised it when he was being humiliated naked on the cross. He despised the shame. Despise the shame. Don't trade it. Trade your shame for glory, but don't keep your shame and reject glory. You're a new creation. This is a revelation. This is the eyes of your heart seeing that. This is calling it out of unbelievers when you pray for them. I love to pray over people, I call out their destiny, and they don't even know God. And they're like, what, what, what? How'd you know that? How'd you know that? Well, that's what you were created for. God's calling it out. It's alive and living now. 
And now they're like, wow, 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 God really does know me. So you're a new creation. And so it's not about getting cleaned up and washed out because you're really dirty. He became sin. The innocent became guilty so that you would be innocent. It's not about he did this all, but he really wants you to work at being dirty. The response of it, you've been made clean. Go look, go find that scripture three times in the Bible. You've been made clean. And then say, I believe that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, died for me. I've been made clean. Do you think your father, your mothers and fathers would like you to live right now? I'm dirty. Or would they say, you're the miracle of love? You're the miracle of love. You're a miracle of love. It's the response of a good conscience before God through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The resurrection will heal your heart that you have a good conscience. You are God conscious. You are God aware of his presence. You hear his voice because Holy Spirit rests upon you. You have a good conscience on good days, bad days, wonderful days, days that you screw up 100% royally. You just did it all wrong that day. And he says, here I am. Conviction is to believe that you're a child of God. Conviction is not to believe how horrible you are. That's Satan's job, to make you afraid and hide in shame. Today's the coming out. It's like, it's like you know what COVID was? It was a lockdown, but there was a coming out. <laughs> it's a coming out party. Here I am. I'm not going to hide in shame. I'm not going to hide in the lockdown of my heart, half my heart believing the truth. I don't want to be a double-minded man. Well, 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 yeah, that's true. But, but, oh God, but you know this is how, you don't, you don't know. Conviction is to believe. So therefore you will do what he believes. Thank you for your spirit of conviction, Holy Spirit. So we believe who we are. We believe who the other person is. We believe who the church is. Jesus says she's blameless. Well, she will be when she cleans up. She's spotless. Oh, I can see a few turds on her. She's without wrinkle. Well, the pastor's really old, and I don't know about the wrinkles. We're either the bride, becoming the bride, and we'll be fully the bride, or we're not. The best wine is for now. Today, it's not for last, it's for now, for your generation, for you, because this is a celebration of love. This is a dance, this is a party. This is a dance hall. It's time to dance and laugh and have fun and rejoice in the King of Glory. There's now no condemnation because Christ, who is now in heaven, as at the place of supreme authority at the right hand of God and the very powers of heaven, including every angel and authority, now yield into submission to him. And where are you seated? Read Ephesians. Read Ephesians until the light turns on and nobody can change your mind. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Where am I seated? In the heavenly places? I'm blessed with every spiritual blessings. Where? Wherever I am. Because it's Christ who's the blessing. My life's blessed because he was on my cursed tree. I'm blessed with every spiritual blessing. So I release spiritual blessings in this place. Yeah, lost my word. Um, so could I have the next one, please? Next. The old you. Now put your name in there. Put your, when you read this, the old you, 
no longer lives because Christ lives in me. And the life I now lived, where's, where's now? Now. <laughs> it's a now testament. It's a new testament, but it's a now testament. Where it's not someday, it's not the never, never plan. Well, someday, someday. Well, then, if you're going to live like that, you're never, never going to know God today. God is not a someday. He's the day of the Lord. He is the day of Jubilee. He is the day of salvation. It's not someday. He's the day. Today is the day of salvation. I live by faith in the Son of God. I live by His faithfulness, the faithfulness of God. Wait a minute, I've got doubt and unbelief. I believe, help my doubt and unbelief. It's as easy as that. I know I don't fully believe. Bring your fear. I'm afraid. God says, oh, I want to come in there. I want to love you so much that what you're afraid of gets purged and has to run. Run, 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 run. So that you can run with love. You can be a sent one, a messenger of the gospel. It's good news. It's the power of resurrection. You're a witness. What are you a witness of? You're a witness of the gospel. The power of God. The good news. You're a witness. You're a watchman. You're a prophetic person. You're a child of God in this house because you are a witness of the resurrection. You are a witness of life. When people look at you, they go, my God, that person sounds like Christ. They sound like Jesus. They're full of life. He is the resurrection. Where is he? In you. His body. One body, one bride, one church. It's not a thousand denominations, although we really like that. He lives in you. So we all come out of the water. We're saying, Christ has risen and so have I. I live because he lives. This is the abundant life. Where is that abundant life? It's in you. If you're looking for it to come to you, that's Old Testament. He activates the river of life in your belly. Not your head. The only way Jesus can be seen is in you. You can talk about him all you want. The Pharisees and the Sadducees loved all the word of God. But it wasn't the anointed word. It wasn't a living word. It was the hammer of the word. word. Who can we kill today? Because we got the word. Word and spirit, living word, bread of heaven. Heaven's in your heart. We live in an open heaven. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit's in you. Living words, living bread. Do you have a piece of bread for somebody? Do you have a piece of bread? Your mouth determines whether you have bread or you have self-focus. Bread of life, bread of heaven. I've got Jesus in me. I've got a word of life for this person. I bless you to release that. I bless the rivers of living waters in this place. I was, I was um, driving home from the coast, and uh, from Bellingham, actually, Washington, and I stopped in Manning Park. It was wintertime, and there was snow all over the ground mostly. Half the ground was bare, but there was great big piles of snow everywhere. And <clears throat> we were the only people in the parking lot, my husband and I. <laughs> and we're like, woohoo! because they have washrooms there that are over, open all year. So I'm like, yes, washroom, please. And I get out of the truck, and God says to me, everywhere you go, life is going to spring forth. See, dead things have to come alive. Yeah. 
when Jesus shows up. What's dead things? No hope. But anyways, I was there, and he said, I want you to speak life. And I was like, where's the people? <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, okay, so I spoke to the ground. I was like, okay, there's no people. I spoke to the ground. I call forth life. I call forth resurrection life. I call forth living waters. I call forth your name. I call forth heaven on earth. I just kept speaking to the ground, the very ground, the barren ground, the barren ground. Nobody's there. And so we're walking to the bathrooms in this great big, huge, long walkway. And beside it, they had dug up all the grass because they were making a new something underground, I guess. And they took a big backhoe thing that made this perfect. I don't know what it's called, you guys would. But anyways, it was huge and it was deep. And I was like, oh, they wrecked the grass. <laughs> it's like... And so uh, what we walked down this path, then we cross over that great big huge ditch. I don't know, it was like four feet deep. And we cross over this bridge and we go to the bathrooms and we come out. This is what happens when you speak life. We looked at that ditch that was bare and dry and water was flowing about a foot deep. And we were so stunned all we could do was stand there and look at it. I'm like, what? And that's, when God, that's actually when God said to me, wherever you go, life will flow. So you don't have to worry about, how do I get my neighbors sa saved? Just let your life flow. Let the river flow. Give them a drink. Give them resurrection life. Give them living bread. That's who we are. Can you imagine... If we all just find one person, I love a pyramid scheme. And then that person finds one, and then I'm like, I love the pyramid scheme of heaven. Yes, 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 yes. Just look for your one. When you come in here, don't look for, do I like the word? Do I like the person preaching? Do I like the worship leader? Do I like that prophetic word? Do I, well, what's here for me? It's about me. It's about it's me. I, I, I need, I need, I need, I need, I need. God says, will you come in here and give, 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 let it flow, let it flow. The more you let it flow, the more he has to fill you up Amen. until you are a mighty river. And guess what? Then you be, all your streams come together. I love being with people where our streams come together in the river. Our streams come together. A mighty river in the Kootenays. The Kootenays is the Lord, the fullness thereof, and all those therein. I claim this land. I claim the ground. It's his territory. It's nobody else's. I had two demonic things happen to me in the last week, and I was like, ooh, it's because it's about the land. Because <laughs> they were principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and spiritual wickedness in the heavenly places. I have the armor of God on. I have Christ in me. What can touch Christ? It's his kingdom. It's his government. His government reigns in this place. His grace reigns. So I was like, whoa, we must be on to something. We must be doing something great here. So I just bless you. I bless you to be a witness of the resurrection, a witness of the gospel, the good news. You are a witness of the good news. You have to ask yourself, do I bring good news everywhere? See, the watchman on the wall in the Old Testament would bring fear, dread, doom. But the watchman on the wall in the New Testament brings life. This is what God's doing. The earth is his and the fullness thereof and all those therein. God wins. Love wins. Is there darkness? Shut your eyes and shut up. Seriously. Because 
our mouths speak life or death. It's good news. But my mouth, if it speaks death, where does the death come? It comes to be. Because this tree of knowledge of right and wrong and good and evil, if I only, because God says, yeah, don't speak good words. That's not going to change anything. Bad, don't speak bad words. That's not going to change anything. Don't speak right words because I have a good opinion. I love my opinion. <laughs> speak from the tree of life. This is the greater reality. Yes, there's a reality in my life. This is happening. But the greater reality is the price that he paid and it was a sacrifice of love and it's for us to rest. We rest in his presence. We rest in love. We live from that rest. We live victorious and then I go down the road and that ain't victorious, that thing. Oh my God, are you kidding me? And Jesus goes, I overcame this. Will you believe me? I've got this. Do you know, I, I wouldn't even want to tell you how many times God has to say to me, I've got this. Believe me, you wouldn't want me up here speaking that. Did you think he, he, told, he told you that many times? Wow, you're a slow go. Yep. <laughs> I've got this. I've got my church. I've got your family. I've got the earth. I'm doing it. I'm God, and I will continue to do it. Will you see it is the key. In your marriages, let go of your spouses. Let go of your expectation of the church because you'll become disappointed. You'll go into despair. You will have no hope for the church. You'll speak out of this side of the mouth and then you'll speak out of that side of the mouth. Double-minded man because it's all about the head. So you've got to correct your head with your heart that believes. Speak the truth in love. Even when you don't believe it. I believe. Help my doubt and unbelief. My favorite prayer. <laughs> because he believes. Did Jesus die not believing? He saw you. You were the joy set before him. Are you full of joy? You're not when you can't believe. So today is the oil of joy. So I think I better stop. So, sorry. Yeah, I'm going to stop. I have to stop. Um, so this is the Great Commission. This is Jesus' Great Commission. To be baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Not in names. God is one. You can't, define, you can't divide him. Thank you. And so we're being baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. One name above all, in all, and through all. One and only God. We don't have three gods. He just, I have my husband, Dan. He's a husband, he's a son, and he's a father. He just expresses himself differently to different people. So God will express himself to you the way that he wants you to know him. You might be meeting the king of glory. The, you might be meeting the Jesus, the one who kisses you in Song of Psalms. That might, might be where you're at. You might be meeting the one who's defender, protector. I'm safe. I'm safe. I'm safe. I'm safe. When you don't feel safe, you won't feel like you belong. You won't feel attached. So get to that attached place. It's an umbilical cord of hope. It's an umbilical cord. Right from your womb of mercy, you live in a womb, womb of mercy. Right to the throne room. You receive mercy every day. Because it triumphs over judgment. I don't know about you, but I'll judge something or someone every day. <laughs> or myself. <laughs> I'm going to be 
thanking him for mercy the day before I die. I, I think about a 92-year-old man that got saved, and I thought, I'm going to be like him. The day before I die, I'm going to go, oh, I was judging again. Oh, thank you for your mercy that's new every morning. Oh, your grace empowers me not to judge. Stop judging. See, we, we did the unforgiveness thing, but if you're only your head did it, I can be, I'll tell you right now, afterwards, you'll be like an alligator with your mouth, a Christigator. What? No end. One head. Both ends. Biting. A Christigator. Where's the poop going? There's no room for the toxin, the poop to go. Let go of the poopy thoughts. So I, I bless you. Anybody that would want to, I'm just inviting anybody that would, um, I'm going to invite Savea to come up and give a word because I believe, um, I believe she has a word that goes with this because it's about your eyes of your understanding being open. It's about making a divine exchange. It's about everything he has done. It is finished. It is done. And now it's in me and I'm going to walk it out. I'm going to journey it out. I'm going to adventure it out in wonder. There's no adventure till there's wonder. You got to see it first and then take on the adventure. So I just bless you, and I welcome Savea to come up. If anybody, uh, after Savea speaks, if anybody has a testimony they want to share here, I welcome you to. If you'd rather share at the river, I welcome you to. And if you don't want to share, be you. Just be you. So I bless you. God, we thank you for your resurrection. Thank you. It's now because you touched our hearts. We responded to you. We want to know you. We want all of you that's in us to come out. The seed of Christ is in you. Activate anything that's dormant in us to come to a life, to live and flourish and produce fruit for your glory, for the nations and for the generations in this house, God, because you're that good in Jesus' name.